Have Faith Season 2. We've got another special guest here with us today. Um, it's funny because this is actually the second recording of this specific episode. I'm going to get into it in a second. Why? So right now we got the two-time NBA champion in the house, former NBA G League Rookie of the Year, two-time first-team All-NBA G League NCAA champion, Duke, of course, All-American in college, former McDonald's All-American, as well as a PG County native. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Quinn Cook in the house today. Quinn, how you doing today, bro? I'm good, man. Good. Nice to, uh, you know, uh, lock in with you again, man. Hopefully, you know, the world can hear this, uh, this conversation. Yeah, yeah, facts, bro. And uh, I mean, like I mentioned, like kind of what I was getting to before we uh, started is crazy because, um, you know, a lot of times like when you're trying to do something big, trying to branch out, step out on faith and really, you know, launch a big project as I'm doing within this podcast. You know, a lot of times the enemy is going like standing the way like uh, you ain't going to do that. You feel me? Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to mess up something, whether it be something like tweaking the sound, which is what happened in the first episode. So basically, me and Quinn, we had recorded, and um, when I listened to the playback, right, sound was fading, couldn't hear nothing you was talking about, couldn't hear none, none of the questions I was asked. So I'm like, dang, bro, like, he really on one right now. And I'm like, dang, well, you know, obviously, if it made me some, it made me feel the type of way, too. I'm like, dang, do I even want to push forward and continue to do this? Like, the podcasting, I'm like, man, I don't even know for real. But, you know, obviously, I have to just stand firm in my faith, too. Um, sure. continue to push through. So, you know, I definitely appreciate you taking the time out again <laughs> again for the podcast. No, no problem. Man. No problem. No problem. You know, a little bit touching upon that, too. You know, obviously, you know, having those feelings of doubt, um, having those feelings that we inadequate, not good enough, you know, those tend to set in from time to time, especially when we're not where we want to be at. You know, obviously, within, you know, your NBA career has been one of nothing but unbreakable faith and, and perseverance, to be honest. And, um, you know, obviously going from getting undrafted out of a stellar college career at Duke, um, grinding away from the G lead as well as getting cut by the Atlanta Hawks right at the training camp. You know, some of the right. similar circumstances you have to go through in order to push through and become successful. So, you know, during those tough times, Quinn, how pivotal was your faith? And ultimately, like, how did you tend to work your way through those tough times? I mean, my faith was everything. Uh, there was times where, um, you know, I, I wanted to give up. I wanted to, you know, make excuses. I wanted to um, blame my agent, blame, mm-hmm. you know, just so many things. But uh, during that time, I just wanted to look myself in the mirror and just be like, well, there's something wrong. Um, you know, obviously for me, you know, I, I knew I was, you know, one of the best players in my in my draft class. But, yeah. you know, there was a reason why I wasn't a lottery pick. There was a reason why I wasn't a top 20 pick. There was a reason why I wasn't a – first round pick. So instead of making excuses, I just kind of used it as motivation to, hey, man, you got to get better this way. You got to get better at this. You got to, mm-hmm. you know, um, eat better. I was just trying to trick myself into thinking like, man, it's nobody's fault. It's just for me, I have to go harder. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, it was a tough time for me, but, uh, you know, it, uh, it, built, it built character, you know, and it's motivated a lot of people to keep going. Yeah, facts. And obviously that definitely a key point which you last touched upon just motivating a lot of people because, I mean, you know, it's a lot of underdogs out here in a way. You know, you came into the lead in a way as an underdog, but, you know, through your faith and through the hard work and perseverance, you obviously, you know, created that path for many others to follow too. You know, so many underdogs are here and, you know, kudos to you on that for sure. Right. Um, You know, obviously during those tough times that we talked upon last time in the previous recording, you know, it was good to see that you had brothers in KD, Nolan Smith, 
Um, Jerry Jack, I know you mentioned Jerry Jack as well. You know, guys who during those tough times you're able to call upon. Um, you know, obviously all PG County natives as well. So in terms of like, um, you know, like the history of PG County hoops, as well as those players from PG County, how resourceful and, you know, impactful have those things been on you and your basketball career? Oh, it's been everything. It's been everything. I think it would be tougher if I come from, you know, a rural town with you yeah, know, yeah. just a couple, you know, guys that go play, you know, college ball or maybe mm-hmm. one or two guys in the history of the other town or the city to play in the NBA. But I'm from a town where, like, you hear all these stats, yeah. um, you know, point zero one percent make it to college and yep. it's less than make it to the league. Um, so, like, they tell you these stats when you're a kid and it's like, well, it's damn near impossible to make the NBA, right? But mm-hmm. I was looking to my left, my right, and in front everybody of me, and I was seeing – Everybody was going, so it 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 was too. It, it, like if you didn't make the league, it wasn't like a, a failure, but it was like man, like you have the blueprint. So mm-hmm. um, that's what made me, and for me, like just being a basketball savant, a basketball, you know, a fanatic. Just that's like every that was everything for me. Reaching out to my favorite players and them being, you know, five minutes down the road, mm-hmm. um, them taking the same path, wherever it was working out with the same trainer, going to the same camps, going to the same middle school, high school, same age teams, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think for me, that was like the biggest thing. And uh, I think the biggest thing about where we're from is they are was giving back. You know, when right, I was right, growing right. up, you know, the Calvin Cages, the Trey Kellys, the Nigel Munson's, the Chris Wrights, mm-hmm. and not not just the, you know, the Katie's and, and, and the guys that everybody knows, but even the, even the guys who, you know, are like, superstars where we're from you know they were giving back to us as well so mm-hmm. um i think that was the biggest advantage that i had um for my peers just you know i i had those guys to kind of give me the game so uh and give me the blueprint so i just followed it to a t and they end up working out for me yeah facts exactly and i mean like obviously i've seen it in the uh the, in the county i'm um, actually in the water pg county documentary i actually watched it a few weeks ago and obviously you know we saw that from and I mean, it was honestly guys that a lot of people, like you mentioned, might not even know about that was from Peace. I'm like, I was looking to my, my like, dang bro from there too. I'm like, wow, yeah. like I didn't even know that. And it's just, yeah. you know, like that culture is kind of like, it puts it in your mind. It's like, well, 0.1, you know, I got all these guys to my left and right. They doing it. So that, you know, is emulating to my faith. Right. And I can do it too. So that's definitely key for sure, man. You know, translating, um, you know, obviously into leadership as well. You also had an opportunity um, to play for some of the best coaches in the world. I mean, Mike Jones at the Matha, Steve Smith at Oak Hill, obviously Coach K at Duke recently retired. I wanted to ask you this question. Who was the most intense coach between those three and why? Intense? Yeah. Um, all three were very intense. Um, mm. You know, Mike Jones kind of, you know, set set the bar for me, set the standard of, um, being more than a basketball player, mm-hmm. um, you know, he was he was um, a teacher at the Matha, so he was with us all day. Mm-hmm. And uh, like we had a we had a phone, like he brings the story up all the time, and like we had a we had a rule, like you know, there was no phones obviously in in, in school, but uh, in the basketball team we had to turn our phones in, mm-hmm. and uh, we had to turn it into our to our advisor, uh, Coach Pooch. And uh, I never forget it, man. We playing number one team. Well, we the number one team. We were playing against McNamara, the number two team. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
you know, McNamara at the school with the most chicks. Like that was a Catholic school that had the most girls. So <laughs> we knew like it was a Friday. I'll never forget it. It was a home game Friday night. Like yeah. you know, I'm lining my, I'm lining, you know, everything up. And uh-huh. <laughs> and me, me and Josh Shelby, Josh Shelby's the number one player in the country at the time. Yeah, he was cold. He was cold. Yeah. So, so like me and him, like we like, man, we ain't turn off hours in the day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's McNamara. Like we got to set everything up after the game. Yeah. During the game, whatever. So I'll never forget it, man. Like we ain't turn our phones in, and obviously it's a big game. It's one versus two, and uh, man, you know, Coach Jones before the game, he like, man, Josh and and and, and Quinn ain't turn their phones in, so y'all ain't starting. I, wow. I, I don't think I don't, I think we got benched for the first quarter, I believe. So mm-hmm. like, you know, what I'm saying obviously it's a big game, but like, you know, you gotta you got you gotta you gotta be a man you got to be an honorable man you got to be an honorable human being before you go mm-hmm. to court and i was anything like i remember at oak hill like a lot of people think oak hill is just a basketball factory and you just yeah. go there and get grades like man we had saturday school like if you ain't if, if you got in trouble in school if you ain't turning some homework like you couldn't practice or play or, or none of that like Damn. coach smith held us to a certain standard as well mm-hmm. and then obviously when i i had all the tutelage from from those two then when I got to Duke, it was just like night and day. And obviously, Coach K, you know, he's the best coach of all time. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's more about building character, um, building young men. They're just building great players um, on the court. So um, when I got to coach, man, there was so much that I learned from him um, every single day. That was another reason why I wanted to stay four years, man. And yeah. I got to learn from the best, you know, for four straight years every single day. And uh there's so much that he taught me that I use just in life as a 29 year old man that I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. Facts. And that's interesting. You point that out too. Cause like all the people, like including myself, I mean, we think like you go to Oak Hill, like, okay, this is basketball school. Like you got people to doing the homework for you. Like, yeah. <laughs> everybody I, be thinking I, I that, but that. it's just like, you said what? I thought that going there. Like I thought, like I thought that as well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I thought it was going to be such a, you know, I just basketball, 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 and yeah, mm-hmm. we'll be in class, but blah blah blah. Nah, it was it was a total opposite, and, and I was thankful for that because I wouldn't have survived at Duke if I didn't have you know those three years at you know prestigious school like the math, and then that last year at Oak Hill. Yeah, that's what I'm saying too, because obviously Duke is a um highly academic um school as well. So like going there, you know, you prep yourself in that. But that's crazy that um you know, like you said, a lot of people think it's just okay. I'm going prep, like I'm about to just hoop twenty four seven. I got a tutor. Somebody's going to help me with the homework and they're going to do the work right. for me. <laughs> but right. no, nah, it ain't like that. But obviously, you know, that translated and, you know, helped you grow very quickly, you know, obviously going into um, Duke and going to the NBA too. A little bit off the court too, you know, obviously branching out, you're also a producer, um, recently launched Playwatch, what we talked about last time, which is a, um, you know, like a streaming service for, you know, minorities and everything. I think it's very key that you have that going in 2022 right now. Um, you know, obviously, a part of what we talked about as well, giving back to community. How important has it been for you, you know, to launch these new documentaries and new platforms to be able to give back to your people? Um, I mean, that's everything, right? I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, we, we get caught up in basketball so much, we only identify ourselves as a basketball player, mm-hmm. you know, growing up. And even like, you know, my first year um, pro, like even in the league, like when I was with Golden State, man, even with the Lakers, to be honest, like, I would I would judge my happiness on how I'm playing. You know what Facts. I'm saying? So like if I'm in the rotation, you know, I'm happy, I'm you know, I'm 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 the I'm the nicest guy in the world. But yeah. if I'm out of the rotation or if I have, you know, a bad stretch of games, like I'm mad and I don't want to talk to anybody and I'm grumpy mm-hmm. and 
that's just not a healthy way of living, right? And, you know, we have this small window, you know, of basketball play. And, you know, granted, like I'm 29 years old, I've been playing the game for competitively for maybe 20, 23 years, right? And I may got five, six years left if I'm lucky. So now I'm 35. And I want to live till I'm 80, 90 years old. So they still be thriving too. You know what I'm saying? So there's another 40 years of, of life. So, you know, I was always taught, man, you have to find, you know, different avenues and revenue and different things to, to do, not just basketball. So, um, you know, just, just me majoring in theater, me, I'm having a business partner and a best friend that does. He's a director. He's a producer. Me picking his brain. We've yeah. been able to build together. Like one of my best friends is KD. And obviously, you know, how big he is in business. So to be able to, you know, pick his brain and learn from him and, and his business partner, Rich Climb. And, you know, I've been so lucky and blessed just to have, you know, different, you know, tools of knowledge, you know, that I can mm-hmm. go learn from um, immediately just with a phone call or just, you know, me having dinner with somebody. So um, I learned that as a young, at a young age, you know, just don't identify yourself as a basketball player. Yeah. Um, and, you know, my mom and my dad, you know, they were big, you know, in business and, you know, entrepreneurship. So, yeah. uh, me and my sister saw hustling at a young age. So, um, you know, I've always just kind of occupied my time with doing some stuff productive for sure. And it's definitely, yeah, facts. Too. definitely, definitely just, just helping the community out is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of, um, entrepreneurship and just, you know, branching off in the business as well as athletes, cause I mean, like a lot of times we grow up and you know, it is number basketball. So that's, you kind of identify yourself with it until you learn like, okay, this ain't the healthy way to go. Now, when you kind of like start making a transition into, you know, diving into business, diving into entrepreneurship, diving and producing, was it like a scary jump for you? Or how, how did you kind of like go with the transition into those things? I mean, it was easy, right? Because like at the end of the day, like we have a leg up NBA players, NFL players, um, mm-hmm. you know, professional athletes, because, you know, we're professional athletes and, you know, people want to talk to us. People want to yeah. be around us. People want to learn from us as well. So um, it was easy to you know, kind of not branch off, but kind of just, you know, wiggle my way into, mm-hmm. you know, hey, let me meet with this person. Hey, let me read this article. Hey, let me subscribe to, you know, the Wall Street Journal. Hey, let me just start reading up on, you know, different bonds and stocks and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. they don't teach us about, you know, investing in, well, I was never taught, you know, investing in college or high school. I was never taught about taxes, any mm-hmm. of that. But when I got to Golden State, man, and I was in that locker room and I was just around, you know, obviously great players, but just greater minds like your Andre mm-hmm. Iguodala, your KDs, your Stephs, your Clays, your Draymond, your David West. Mm-hmm. Um, just It just showed me a different, you know, life. And, uh, you know, those guys had so much going off the court. And obviously they're Hall of Famers, they're All-Stars, so, you know, it's yeah. easier for them. But, I mean... That's what I tell guys all the time. Just, you know, find you a vet and latch on to them. My, my mm-hmm. first vet was Wesley Matthews in, uh, in Dallas. And, you know, he showed me so much, you know, when I was with him. And when I went to New Orleans, like, my vet was Quincy Pondexter, who, mm-hmm. you know, was big in business. He's coaching now. But you know, he, he taught me the, 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 the ways to, you know, save your money. You know what I'm saying? Like, start saying no to your family and friends. Yeah. Just, um, trying to make it easier for, for, for a young player trying to find his way. So, uh, like I said, like I was around such great people in business. Like I had no choice. And obviously my background is going to do, you know, playing for Coach K. That network is just 
a different yeah, life. Yeah, amazing. Um, so yeah, so I just been I just been blessed, man, and uh, I've been wanting to you know uh, take advantage of of all my my networking and all the opportunities around. Me. Yeah, most definitely, and I mean that's key too, especially to be you know a young black athlete at that. You know, a lot of times like guys grow up and think, oh, I get to the lead, I'm about to get this fifty m. And I'm going to keep that 50 in where it's like, shoot, you're going to get a little bit taken out of taxes. Now so you got to pay for expenses, too. So it's like, you know, you having those vests teaching you how to invest, and you know, do the right things with the money in terms of business, entrepreneurship. Like that's definitely key for sure, bro, especially in today's age, too. Um, so a little bit, you know, just um, also giving back. It also translates into PG County. Right. Because, I mean, so many guys like we've seen in documentary that's playing in the league now. I mean, you got Jeff Green, Jared Jack. KD, uh, forgive me if I'm skewed, you know, missing a lot of few, but it's probably like 20 more names other than that, including Vic Oladipo, who you play high school ball with, you know, in terms of like from PG County to the big leagues of the NBA, what was the one of the most memorable moments you had to say, you know, was kind of for you in terms of, um, you know, with those guys from the PG County, like KD, Vic, um, Jerry Jack, one of those guys. I mean, like, like, for example, like we all kind of grew up together. Yeah. Um, like if you're in that five year range, like we're kind of like we went to the same tournaments, went to the same camps, went to the same gym, did everything together, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I was lucky, man. We had four guys on my uh on my high school team, man, playing. Go to the league, right? Yeah. So like that's was it's either four or five. And uh no, it's five actually. Yeah. And uh, you know, our big, he's probably the best big in Europe right now. Um, you know, our, our our other combo guard James Robinson had a great career at Pitt. You know, mm-hmm. he's doing really really well overseas. Um, and uh, you know, we all played high major basketball. So to go from like and for me like the Grants, for example, Jaron Grant, Jeremy Grant. Like I played, mm-hmm. I started playing mini mix with them at seven years, six years old. We played county ball starting at yeah. seven. Us like us three, um, me and the Grants, and uh, like we played same AU team. Went to the same elementary school, everything. You know, I met mm-hmm. Vic in elementary school. We went to the same elementary school, middle school, and high school. But, like, for all of us to, you know, start when we were six years old to, you know, Jeremy Grant is, you know, he's an all-star in the league. He's one of the best yeah. players in the NBA. So, just to see our growth and just to see, you know, how far we came and to see, like, our moms are still close and, you know, um, our families are still, you know, this tightly knit group, right? Just, you know, my mom and Katie's mom, you know, they hang out more than me and Kate, Kate do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're out with each other two or three times a week. Yeah. So um, it's been fun, man. It's been a um, learning um, curve for me just to learn from, you know, all the guys who's done it before me. But you know, they've mm-hmm. been full with just knowledge, and, and, and it's been great for me. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt about that. And, um, you know, also it's very key and very important. You know, y'all creating that pipeline for the young dudes coming up from y'all same areas too. I mean, obviously you had examples in the OGs coming up from PG County, make it to the league, but you know, now y'all are the examples too, for obviously there's plenty of talent. I mean, the math that is still running strong as always um, plenty of other teams in PG County area still running strong with highly made, you know, major recruits and everything. So that's definitely key to be able to, you know, be that for them as well. So, you know, definitely kudos to you on that for sure, bro. So, you know, like I said, Quinn, I definitely appreciate you, you know, part two, Taking the time out again for us, man. I definitely appreciate it, bro. Is there anything you like to leave the fans with today? Nah, man. I appreciate. I appreciate the love, man. I, I always, um, you know, appreciate you know people, um, you know, 
highlighting, you know, what's important is, uh, and that's faith, and that's, and that's, you know, God, that's, you know, just, that, that's what makes it all possible. Obviously, you know, we work hard, you know, we, 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 we sacrifice a lot, you know, but, you know, we're blessed at the end of the day and, you know, God gave us that drive. God gave us the opportunities, you know, to be successful. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of stuff that we go through, but I think the biggest thing for me was, you know, not, you know, reaching my dream, playing the NBA, not, you know, making a lot of money, not, you know, being famous or whatever. I think the biggest thing is just, you know, people appreciating my story. Like yeah. I, I get goosebumps every time somebody comes up to me or a parent comes up to me and said, man, you know, I, I, I tell your story to my kids all the time. It's never quit, never quit, never mm-hmm. quitting. And that's, that's bigger than any championship I could have ever won. So, um, you know, f- just, just being faithful and, and have faith, um, you know, is, 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 is a key component. And I'm, and I'm thankful and I'm glad that you're, you know, uh, you're highlighting that and, and what you're doing, man. So I appreciate it. Yeah, no doubt, Quinn. I appreciate you again, bro. Definitely appreciate it, man. And, uh, you know, I'll be looking forward to launch this one. All right. Yes, sir, man. Always. Sure, man. It, dog.